not to expand upon Kevin and take advantage of being told that I make good analogies. Again, I make too many of them, I realize, but I'm going to make another one here. Uh, I'm convinced that probably, was a burner account. Probably play a drinking game to how many times Jake mentions that. Thirsty right. Thursday, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, but do you ever have, I, you know, I don't know whether it's like you're wearing the Titleist hat right now or maybe a, a pair of shoes or something that that you kind of have forgotten about. And then all of a sudden, one day, you're like, oh, you know what? I forgot I have that hat. And you put it on, and you're like, wow, I really like this hat. Like, it's pretty comfortable. And you oh, start yeah. wearing it. You know what I mean? Like, you you serendipitously find something that you had gotten for yourself that you kind of forgot about. And then you realize there's a reason I went out and got this. I kind of like it. And, and you start wearing it a lot more often, whatever. It seems to me, at the beginning of the season, and this is the one thing that I'm optimistic about, there are two reasons why I'm actually optimistic about the Colts tonight. And I know that I said, I th- I think I said last week, like this was my last go-round of push-all in. Like if they don't show up for Frank Reich, then he has lost the team. I remember saying that last week. And I think that's entirely possible. Uh, tonight is going to be a really good with, – with everything that happened after the Tennessee game, if they show up tonight flat and get down early and just mail it in, it's over. It's over. But Hit, hit up the dispensaries if you're there in Denver. That's right. Uh, if they look like they've done that, then it's over. That to be said, Naeem Hines is an offensive weapon that – we heard so much about and Frank Reich said before the year if you're a fantasy owner of of Naeem Hines you know thumbs up on his stock and we talked to him at camp and it was like okay he's going to be more featured and that flat out has not happened and I think we know that Naeem Hines in space can be a good player and can be a weapon for them but for whatever reason they just have not gone there to him and they have not tested that out just yet there is, to me, there are always two or three games per year for the Colts, even when they've been really bad, even when they've had bad years, where they go out in the primetime games, and oftentimes it's on the road, and they just bond together and play well. Yeah, San Francisco last year, Baltimore yeah. until the end last year. Yeah, where you're just like, whoa, okay, like, look at the Colts, here they go. And I think sometimes when a team most needs it, when a team has its back against the wall, it's on the road where where sometimes they rise up. I don't know if it's just the the fraternal experience of being on the road together, being in a hotel together. I tra- I mean, you know, because it travels fairly quick, or just getting away from the pressures of your home environment. But sometimes teams on the road going away, that's what they need. That's the shot in the arm they need to collectively just find out who they are. But in terms of tonight with Naeem Hines, Naeem Hines has been a forgotten or an underused or a whatever weapon that they just have not even really tried out this year in terms of his number of carries, trying to get him in space, using him as a flare receiver, whatever it might be, they've forgotten about Naeem Hines. Now, Kevin, what I'm saying to you is they have no choice now. They are being forced to now remember, recognize, and be aware of Naeem Hines. And I think it's entirely possible that 
Naeem Hines' response to that. Now, I may be totally wrong. We may be sitting here talking tomorrow morning, and he had seven carries for 22 yards. That's entirely possible. But I just get the feeling that maybe I'm being overly optimistic here. He is going to be that ball capper, that pair of shoes that they're like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot about it. And this awakens a wrinkle for them that sends them in the right direction. Part of me is like, who else? You know, he he has to have an uptick in his usage. I go back to week two when you didn't have Pittman, you didn't have Pierce. That, to me, screamed Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines on the field together. And for any of our listeners that were out at Grand Park during training camp, you saw on a daily basis probably one to two rather unique ways to either get Hines the football, use him as a decoy, things like that. I don't feel like we've seen any of that, maybe one or two times all year through four games. Let's have this conversation with JMV last night, Jake. The Heinz hype was so much Ballard Reich driven. This was not like you were correct. I That's from correct. seven to ten AM each morning. Yep. I can think back to the season ending presser and the indoor facility with Chris Ballard, definitely at the combine. And you mentioned the right kind of fantasy football. Um mentioned that he had in the spring there was a moment at the combine I forget if it was Riker Ballard I think it was Frank that said you know we feel like we've got three big time playmakers Taylor Pittman and Hines uh, pretty lofty to group Naeem Hines in with those other two but they did that and their actions in the offseason spoke to that they really they didn't make any notable offseason acquisitions from a veteran standpoint at the skill position so I thought to myself okay they are Again, kind of backing what they feel like they have in Hines. And then here we are through four weeks, and his playing time and his usage has not been as high as I thought it would be. I do find it interesting. We mentioned Jonathan Williams in the first segment. For Colts fans that think to themselves, Jonathan Williams, yeah, that name does ring a bell. 2019 season, Marlon Mack gets hurt. The Colts have Hines. They kind of bypass Hines, though. And they go to Jonathan Williams as the feature back, as the in-between-the-tackle guy, as the first and second down guy. Williams runs for 100 yards, over 100 yards on Thursday night football. Do we see that tonight with Phillip Lindsay? Is Hines kept in the Hines role? And they look at Lindsay and think, this is the guy that we've kept around for a moment like this. This is where we – I think Hines will have an increase in playing time and in touches, but I think that Lindsey could be the guy that is more of the feature first and second down guy tonight. Um, I know a lot of people have asked about Deion Jackson. He's been on the 53-man roster. I think he's there for special teams. Lindsey was more effective in the preseason, and I don't believe in jinxes, and I know this is a storyline tonight when Matt Ryan has fumbled a ton and Melvin Gordon – Denver starting running back tonight has fumbled a ton. If I'm not mistaken, Phil Lindsay's not fumbled in 800 touches in his career. <laughs> 750 and 34 seconds. On a short week, I would want to rely on that than Deion Jackson, who coughed up the football a lot at Grand Park. You know, Gordon's an interesting back because if you recall, you correct me if I'm wrong here, Kevin, this is a guy that at one time was thought of as I'm not going to say Jonathan Taylor, but wasn't there a time where Melvin Gordon was thought of as one of the bright, young running backs in the league? Was he a top 20 pick? 
and he's only 29 years old. I mean, that's by, in running back years. That's he was uh, the 15th overall pick in the draft. Obviously, you know, I mentioned I make the Taylor comparison. I mean, they're kind of linked a little bit because they're both Wisconsin sure. guys. But if you look at his numbers, and Denver torn ACL for their starting running back, that's why Gordon will get more looks tonight. So in terms of his production, as a rusher, you know, a 1,000-yard season, but it was five years ago. But he's been right around there. I mean, the last two years, over 900 yards each and averaged over four and a half yards per carry in the last two seasons. It's just been fumbles. He has five of them in his last 44 rushing attempts. Yeah, that's an issue. That's awful. 21 fumbles, 16 lost in his career. You know what else is awful? That literally Matt Ryan is your leading rusher, not named Jonathan Taylor. Oh, I, yeah. And part of that is probably just because he's running for his life. It's not like they're doing quarterback draws. When I think right? Matt Ryan, I think quarterback scramble. Oh, you think Lamar Jackson, Michael yeah. Vick. <laughs> yeah. Fran Targanen. Without the question. He's the blueprint. Right. Houdini like in the open field. You know it. Jonathan Taylor averaging four yards a pop. Hines and Jackson have combined to average less than one yard By per the way, carry. You said four yards a pop. Do you, are you a pop or soda guy, or or just Coke? I really don't drink either. But I mean, if, if I'm saying in terms of reference, probably soda. Mark pop. I think it's where I grew up. And Mark, you were born in Illinois. But I, I just say Coke. Hey, I'm running in the gas station. You you, you need me to grab you a Coke? That could be. Yeah, I probably side a little Dr. bit more Pepper, there Sprite, too. Dr. Pepper, Sprite, orange drink, anything. Coke to me is a so no Pepsi for contract drink. for you. <laughs> I do. You know what's odd? Now, now, how's this for weird? I prefer Pepsi to Coke, but I prefer Diet Coke to Diet Pepsi. Uh, my mother for different folks, I guess. <laughs> my mother gets a Coke from McDonald's every single day. There's something about the is it the carbonation at McDonald's that I, they I do? I was told the syrup. Is that what it is? I mean, we're talking Christmas morning. She's telling my dad. My parents were like that with McDonald's coffee. When Make we run the McDonald's. We would drive to Florida as a family. It was always an understood that we would stop at certain places for McDonald's coffee. My parents lived off of it. By the way, shout out to my beautiful wife. She is 33 years old today. Really? How about that? So happy birthday to Maddie. Nothing says happy birthday like, let's sit down on the couch and watch Amazon Prime tonight, baby. <laughs> Colts and Broncos. She knew what she was getting into, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. She's ready By for By the way, how one. did you meet your wife? Uh, through friends. Okay. Did they set you up or just like you guys were at a gathering together? Yeah, more the latter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she is, uh, did she go to IU? She went to IU. She went to Chittard for high school. I went to Cathedral, so kind of mutual friends overlapping well, through rivalry there, right? that area. I mean, you know. Remember we had the caller that house thought on Friday nights. Remember that we had the caller that thought you went to Bishop Chatard? <laughs> we did the Kevin and Jake pop quiz day. Jake, yeah, Bishop Chatard. <laughs> he is a moron. <laughs> now, Whoa. What? Where was that? From? That was from wow. yesterday. Remember you go? Oh, that was little, his Frank Reich. You're rant. a Frank Reich guy. His you, altitude. You Frank Reich. I don't think Frank Reich is a moron. I think if Frank Reich thinks that you don't feel the altitude in Denver when you first get there, that he's a moron in that regard.